Welcome. What? What's f- everything I just said in that? No. Okay. So, what do you guys think of that new intro? It's amazing, isn't it? Uh, big round of applause for our main man, Bud's daughter there. Yeah. She's only, what, five, six? She's, She's six. seven. She's seven? Okay, my Holy bad. Holy shit. She's seven, and she sounds creepy as fuck. She's a great okay. kid, too. So, yeah. Um, so, how was your guys' this week? It was good. Good. Uneventful. Mine was shit. But good. But that's okay. <laughs> uh, I feel like we did a shit ton of work this this uh, week. But I'm glad it's fucking weekend. Yeah, it's the weekend. Yeah, we're here on Saturday instead of working. And that's a blessing. So, all right. Every, um, every day's the weekend for me right now. So. <laughs> you lucky fuck. No. <laughs> all right. So, today, friends... We are going to get into a very scary topic. Um, scary just because, I mean, there's no way around it. It's just, it's fucking scary. So I'll start off as I usually do here. Uh, we're going to into the suicide forest. It's not a dream. Be careful as you're walking in. Things aren't what they seem. I'm hearing strange noises, bright lights in the sky, going around in circles for hours, being chased by a yokai. This isn't what I wanted. This is not what I'm about. Voices surround me. From whispers to a shout, hundreds of skeletons hanging from the trees, and I'm starting to doubt. This Yuri keeps following me. Suicide's the only way out. The suicide forest. And that was Dennis the Wiccan just conjuring our our, our story here. Thank you for that one. Yeah. yeah. So before we get into it, I, I'd like to address suicide. Suicide is no fucking joke. Absolutely no joke, and we'll definitely have fun on this, but we're... Suicide in general, I've had it in my family. I don't know if you guys have. Um, not in my family, but um, I definitely have been affected by suicide for sure. Well, you remember uh, Alex and Chris, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Their, their dad. Yep. Um, we should probably not, you know, let's not mention names. Yeah. It's no last names. Okay. So all right, it's all but... good. Um, there's thousands, millions of Alex and Chris. That is true. So. That is true. Um <laughs> That being said, yeah, I think I think everybody has been affected at some point in time by suicide. And uh, actually, a uh, little admission of my own, I've attempted suicide at one point in time. It is no joke. Um, the actual definition, I believe, is whenever you it's a permanent it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Everybody remember that what you're going through is temporary. There are people you can reach out to. We're available. We'll always talk to anybody who needs us. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, there, there's people and places out there yeah it's just in my family i had a guy my cousin actually hang himself so uh there's always people to talk to you and one of those numbers for the national suicide prevention hotline is 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK um and as well like dennis said you could get a hold of us too on Twitter. And that is a 24-7 service, just so everybody knows. That yes. They do not have holiday hours or weekend hours, no banker hours. What about Christmas? No, I'm sure somebody's there to listen. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, so we're going to get into the suicide forest well, today. First, there is one other thing I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, I feel like, uh, I, do you listen to many podcasts, Chad? Not typically, no, but I have started to. Uh, Bud, you listen to a lot. I know you do. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to say, if you guys want to hear us talk more, eventually we may do a pre-show or something like that. I know some people like to listen to people talk, but I know me personally, um, I get pissed off whenever I get on a podcast and there's a little half hour of people just chit-chatting about random shit. Or yesterday I tried to listen to one and literally they have people send them stuff before they get into the episode to taste and they taste it. And I'm just like, no, I, I got on this to listen to about cryptids, not to hear you taste fucking sardines. So say if it's nasty shit though, man, that might be a great live right. reaction. It, it's, 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 it's random. It's random stuff, I guess. So I, I don't know. I just, uh, I feel like we don't need to uh, talk for a half hour before we get into episodes. If you guys want to hear more, see more, we have Twitter, we have uh, Instagram, we post stuff on there. 
and we'll have more and more episodes coming out. So just uh, communicate with us on there. So getting into the story, the Suicide Forest is filled with everything. You got cryptids, you got ghosts, you got suicide, obviously. You have just straight up scary shit. Okay, so the Suicide Forest is uh, the second biggest place to commit suicide. There's a couple reasons for this. It's in uh, Japan. What is it, like four hours away from Tokyo? Three hours? Yeah, something like that. It's a trip. Yeah. Um, It's right under Mount Fuji. It's 12 miles long, 12 by 12. Is it a tropical forest? It's 14 square miles. Oh, 14 square miles. Yeah, it's 14 square miles. My bad. So, to get into why suicide's a thing there, and one of the biggest things, we got to look into Japanese culture. Japanese culture, they don't really think of suicide as a sin, or you're going to a bad place. It's actually honored. It it goes into the uh, religion of Shinto. What Shinto is, is everything and every person has something like energy with them. The energy is also a part of a godlyhood, a kami. A uh, kami just means divine, divine power. Those divine powers are in the, each person as well. So each person has basically is a demigod. I feel powerful. To uh, get into uh, that, they they uh, they actually accept suicide as okay because everything goes back to the earth, uh, every energy. Right. It's like you return back to Mother Nature. So right. is there is there reincarnation in that? There is not. You okay. have the celestial planes. So basically, it's from ashes to ashes and dust to dust, but their energy continues on back into the earth. Yeah, it's kind of like their their death is feeding Mother Nature to keep the cycle going. That's how I'm interpreting it. Not only that, like it's just you could take anything and put it into Shinto. You could be a Shinto Buddhist. You could be a Shinto Christian. You could be a Shinto Wiccan. Well, it's because it's believed that Shinto is like their indigenous religion. Yeah, it, everybody it, is just basically born Shinto. Right. And then they're on after they decide something different if they want something different. Well, going back to the uh going back to the going back into the earth thing, I mean that kind of makes sense if you if you think about when a tree falls in the woods, uh the mushrooms start growing on it, bugs start eating it, uh and you know, it turns back into the dirt and feeds the next generation of uh trees uh as it turns into dirt. So I mean, all, all that cycle kind of makes sense to me. So with Shinto, you have to be honored to get into the celestial planes. Now, the celestial planes is like heaven or Mount Olympus. Mount Olympus, you know, you can't get into unless you're gods. Well, we have the energy of gods. The thing is, there's energy in us that is godly. To do that, we need followers, worshipers, etc., so what they do is they worship their ancestors. And worshiping your ancestors, you could be good or evil and, and be in the celestial plane. You don't have to be a good person. It's not like heaven. So then that was <clears throat> that was kind of like when Mulan was going into the temple the, where her all of her uh, ancestors were and was talking to the ghosts and things like that, or the, the dragon was talking to the ghosts. That's, that, that was all uh, Shinto. That was Shinto. And Disney in general, they are just so accurate on if they have like any kind of different religion or indigenous 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 people of a different area, they they seem to like do their research on it. So well, give them proper respect, right? You know, Aladdin was, you know, praise Allah. They, you know, they don't want to get flamed either. Right. You know. And Mulan was uh, Shinto. And I'm sure there's more than that. But they're very, very accurate. Back to it, though. There's also another place. Just the dead. The dead area. It's it's split by a river. And actually, uh, 
either of you watch Spirit Away? No. Unfortunately, no, but I I know there's a horse in it. I don't even know what you're talking about. So. Spirit Away is, is a Japanese uh, cartoon movie. Super popular. There is a horse in it, right? A horse? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's something I think, different. I think you heard wrong. I think that the word was whores. There no. was whores in it. No, a whore. Well, she works at a spiritual bathhouse. So Exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Spiritually baptized. Well, her parents and her cross a river. And in Shinto, that river is supposed to... The, the land of the dead is just a split by a river. It's on the same plane, same everything. It's just... And in there, they actually implement it. And I thought it was pretty cool. That's... That's really so it. So you could just be strolling and accidentally walk into the... You definitely could. Uh, they don't explain it quite well, but it's on the same plane and everything else as uh, our plane is. Maybe it's in the middle of these woods. But we won't know because if you go there, you die. <laughs> no, you don't necessarily die. Oh. But you really don't want to go to that place. You don't really want to go to that spirit world. You want to go to the celestial planes where, you know, you don't have to work or anything like that. Because in this other place, you, you got a job. It's everything else. So potentially, if it's on the same plane, then negative things that are in our world could technically come from this place. And is that is that something that they explain at all? Yes, they do. Um so they explain that Kami, whether it good, bad, mischievous, anything. So when they had that typhoon, was it a typhoon, hurricane? Mm -hmm. Tsunami? Was tsunami. it a tsunami? Probably a tsunami. That one that affected Tokyo? Yeah. Yeah, they believe that was a Kami. Somebody did something very bad in this world, and a Kami released its fucking celestial force <laughs> it's pretty heavy man um but like i said uh they have purification uh ceremonies rituals just like uh wiccan dennis uh have you ever seen a sumo wrestler throw salt around before a match i mean i didn't know it was salt but yeah yeah that's salt. Right. it's uh, purified okay it's, he's purifying anything like that they purify all the time and, uh, yeah, so Shinto's that way. But that isn't the only reason the suicide force is maybe not being the biggest suicide place in the world. What is the biggest suicide place? Do you, do you know that one? Yeah, it's the Golden Gate Bridge, man. Really? Believe it or not. Really? That's sad. How, how many people a year? <sighs> that I don't know, but it's more than the suicide forest, and I know that one. Um. Actually, in 2021, they put up nets under the Golden Gate Bridge, or had plans to. I don't. I don't know if that actually went through or in, not. In 2021, this year, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. To catch people, so they wouldn't stop jumping from this damn thing. Well, uh, I'm not a genius or anything, but falling from a certain distance wouldn't falling into a net still hurt you? Oh, it hurt. I don't think they're that far down. Okay. They're connected to the bridge itself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew nothing of that. So it's probably maybe a, what a ten, fifteen foot drop, if that. Probably. That'd be fun just to go do. Kind of like the building nets in Japan. I don't know. On about some that. corporate buildings. They seriously have that. Oh, I didn't know that either. Interesting. <laughs> so, so, well, I guess that ties into everything. I mean, at least that's just I've, a big thing over there. At least there. that's what I've been told. That could be completely false. So don't quote me on that. Let's get on Snopes. Well, that could, that's not the only reason people believe that they commit suicide in this forest. Another reason is uh, it's heroic. It's heroic in Japanese culture. Uh, you had samurais back in the day. If they dishonored themselves or got beat, anything, they would ritually kill themselves. Um, they would do this by seppuku? Seppuku. Seppuku. They would take a ceremony, ceremonial stabbing knife or their own sword and gut their stomach to the left to right. And then at the end, they would uh, pull up the knife to get the vitals. 
Now, I don't know about you guys, but that's a hell of a way to fucking die. I don't think. I mean, could you just imagine the amount of pain that you would endure just going left to right, and then after that to still have the wherewithal to be like, up to? Well, I mean, we don't know how sharp these blades were. Oh, these things could have been so immaculately sharp that it was a. Oh, I'm sure they were. If you if you research samurai, you'll see they're some of the sharpest knives ever, and I'm sure they were super sharp. But still, I mean, and I mean, I guess adrenaline does kick in uh, whenever. Yeah, you, I'm sure you have to work yourself up for that. Whenever you have trauma too, so it's a big talk up. Still. Now, so I have a question. So, does that mean that anytime two samurai fought, is it always known like are they not going to kill each other? They're just going to come to a mutual agreement that either a I won and you lost, or the other way around. Well, I mean, if you could physically beat me up and I can't do nothing about it, and then walk away, I mean, that would be a dishonorment if I was a samurai. And I, I'm sure these things happen. So, like, so they would probably like whoop their ass, get them to the point of yes, I could kill you right now, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna I'm, dishonor you. I'm gonna dishonor you, and you're not gonna die in battle. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, seppuku means in English term, stomach fog. Stomach fog? Right, that's the direct translation. I guess uh, I guess that's one way to describe what you do there. Well, your blood's going to rush it forward really quickly. Now, <laughs> in Shinto, though, or back in samurai days, women, which they had women samurai, they couldn't do seppuku. They're not allowed to. They would literally dishonor themselves if they did seppuku. I thought that they could, but they had to slice their throat instead of their stomach. Well, that's not seppuku. Seppuku is the tradition of oh, cutting through the stomach. stomach. Yeah. Okay, I see. The only way they could do it was that way. Did they have a name for it whenever they sliced their knife? I don't believe so. Uh, again, this is back then. Women didn't get treated very fairly. It, it kind of sounds like. You can't do our ritual, so you don't get a name for yours. Right. But we'll let you fight. Right. <laughs> of course. We'll let you shed blood for us, but that's it. Another thing is uh, kamikazes. Uh, back in World War II, they had fighter planes crash into ships, islands, et cetera, et cetera, to try to kill the U.S. forces, just the Allied forces in general. Hmm. Um, ka kamikaze means divine Divine uh, wind? Yeah. Kazi means wind. Divine is kami, which kamis are God and Shinto. Um, so it's also believed that they, uh, they see it as a heroic thing to commit suicide. Anything with uh, financial, anything like that, uh, back in the day, they would be like, just, just fucking kill yourself then. You failed at life, kill yourself. <laughs> And it still goes on today, but they're trying to prevent it nowadays. Uh, there was other things, like, Chad, you could get into that uh, grandma dumping. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> when I was doing a little research to be prepared for today's cast, um, it's still a thing that uh, families will just completely abandon their elders. If they've become a burden, they drop them off at the forest and, and scoot home. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you go from these people are birthing these <laughs> these children, raising them for 18 to, to 25 years. I just want to take a moment to say uh, so many people today shit on America. And all I got to say is at least we take care of our elderly. I mean. I don't know, man. I, if I really wanted a Limp biscuit CD, I might leave my mom in the forest. If you wanted a Limp biscuit <laughs> CD, go do Shapoku. Shapuku. Shapuku. If you want a Limp Bizkit CD, please. <laughs> now, let's not... Uh, Limp Bizkit's really good. Yeah, they are, man. Oh, they were my jam when I was a teenager. Okay. I did it all for the... Shapuku? Yep. <laughs> Don't listen to the, the popular radio hits. I, I did like Blue Eyes. They were they were definitely better outside of that. I, but I, I get it. I get the hate. Fred Durst I, I did is like kind Blue of a Eyes. weird guy. Yeah, but I mean, imagine that... Uh, you just, uh, we can't afford to feed mom and dad this week, so uh, we're going to go fucking ditch them out in the forest. If I was an elder, I would never get in a car with my loved ones. 
Well, I mean, it's not just, I mean, it's weird to hear stuff like... I wonder if they like, put food and water down for them, too. Like, well, like, there you go. Come on, boy. Drop some breadcrumbs. <laughs> like, come on. Come yeah, on. I think the whole point's for them to go die. But, uh, I mean, if you think about it, if you can't take care of, of uh, a family member throughout the ages, it's not been that odd of a tale. Even, pe- even parents, like back during times of famine, you know, there's uh, a lot of folk tales about taking kids out into the woods and just kind of leaving them behind and you know because you know it's either it's either the kids or you and you know yeah today and today's day and age we're like no i'm gonna do anything for my kid my kid's gonna be the one to survive but that's not the way that it's always been um it's the way it should be though it, it is the way that it should you be but i guess to prosper i guess some people look at it like okay you're you're on an airplane and the masks drop what do you do put the mask on the person next to you or on yourself first Mm, I guess yeah. it depends. You know, they always say to put it on yourself first because you then should, you're alive to help somebody else. Well, yeah, you you should put it on yourself first because you're going to be you're going to be able to uh, figure out the situation a little easier because you're going to be a little more. But calm. That, then again, now that I think more about that, that's totally different than leaving your parents out in the woods, right? So, <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, you know, these are potentially perfectly healthy people that are just a, become a little bit of a financial burden. Not having another means to, I guess, offload your your in-laws, it's pretty horrible. And at the end of the day, these are people that took care of you. <laughs> like, you wouldn't be here without these people. Right. That's you what know? I'm saying. Like, that is awful. I agree. 110%. 18 to 25 years of, of raising someone for the, for you to just completely abandon them. And I heard it's still a big thing today. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not the forest. They, they could abandon them anywhere. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know. When you take a cat out to the country, you got to make sure it can't see where it's going because it'll find its way back. Got to blindfold them. Well, because of this, you know, their traditions of suicide, and it's okay to do, it's made Japan one of the highest suicide rated countries in the world. Right. Like, do you have numbers on that? I do. We have old numbers. In 2008, it was 2,645. In January 2009, that, that spiked 15%. From, from 2008. Do the math. What is that? Fifteen percent of. I'm kidding. It's oh. not good for the podcast. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like almost another 400 people. The number reached its peak in March, the end of Japan's financial year. In 2011, the executive director of the suicide prevention hotline told Japan Times, "Callers must frequently cite mental health and family problems." That's another thing. That uh, is a problem in Japan. They they don't talk about mental problems. If they have somebody that's autistic or maybe even just a little bit slow, they they don't talk about it. They they shun them. They they lock them up sometimes. <laughs> is that because it's like an embarrassment to the family or like the the parents failed because they didn't produce well, a I good child or what they consider a good child? Well, it sounds like the culture there is just a lot about honor, and maybe they find it dishonorable to have, have depression. A not well, it's not just that; it's depression. It's everything. It's anything that you can't cope with, you don't talk about. There is no, and they're trying to get away from this. But so basically, everybody in Japan—they're not supposed to have bad feelings. Pretty much, yeah. Now, do they talk about the good stuff? I mean, oh uh, yeah. Or is it just their culture that they don't really? converse that like like we americans do and other cultures do no they definitely do converse they have their own traditions they have all that shit they definitely do that they just they just do not focus at all on the negatives yeah well but just also that makes me wonder how close they could possibly be as a family you know here here in america we have family get-togethers you know holidays things like that how can you holiday with people your whole life and care about them, and then when they get to be a quote unquote burden, just drop them off somewhere? Like mm-hmm. it's just that all that is just very odd to me. Right, it makes you feel like, well, God was it was it even real to begin with? Like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. love you had for him. I did forget to mention that only samurais can do sh- seppuku. Oh. Commoners had to hang themselves or drown themselves. Holy. Fuck, that's like worse than what the women had to do after life. <laughs> like not hanging a, yourself, but drowning yourself? Like, if you, you was a commoner, that's the only two ways that you could honorably die. Or suicide. Wow. 
I think I pick old age. Old age? Yeah. <laughs> All right. The Okigara Gahara. Aoki Gahara Forest. Holy shit. I'm I'm from Ohio, so <laughs> yeah. I apologize. Aoki Gahara Forest is 14 square miles. Yes, it is. It's located in the northwest base of the country's highest mountain known as Mount Fuji. Due to its high density of trees, Yokogahara Forest is also known as Jokai. Or Ju- Jukai? Yep, yep. Sea of Trees. Sea of Trees. Now, I, I, I asked you this before. I don't know if you didn't hear me. Uh, what kind of a forest is this? Is this deciduous? Is this uh, evergreen? Is this... Uh, so Mount Fuji erupted, you know, a long, long, long time ago. And yep. after that, these, these trees just started sprouting up on top of the, the cooled off lava rocks and stuff. This fucker is so damn thick, and if you look at pictures of it, that wind don't even go through it. There's, if if there is more signs of to stay the fuck away from a place, there's no animal sounds, there's no wind. So basically, it's not like full of monkeys and birds and stuff like that. It could be, but they don't make sounds. That's weird. Yeah, and uh, how ominous. Yeah, it's basically a fucking Mother Nature saying, stay the fuck out of here. It's so bad, I don't even want to blow through here. (laughs) (laughs) It's also, it has 200 caves in it. Ooh, cool. I thought I'd read that, yeah. Ice caves and... Ice caves? Yep, there's ice caves. They mostly go unexplored, though, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there could be way more suicides than I'm about to tell you of how many... That has been in 2003 because they stopped keeping count. <laughs> I kind of thought that's what it was when I couldn't find anything newer than like. Well, 2004. in 2003, they, they they counted the suicide rate of 2000 or 2000, 200. My bad. And they just count that by the amount of bodies they find. Amount of bodies that they find. Yes. That they find. Yeah. It doubled of rates or uh, attempts. The attempts of suicide doubles. Uh, they stopped in 2003 in fear of uh, it was helping suicide do its thing. Like what? Were they like, man, we're going to get the numbers up higher next year, boys? <laughs> no. Like, no, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like preventing people to be like, fuck yeah, everybody's doing this. We should do it too. Yeah, oh, it's kind of, okay. it's kind of like uh, the mass shooter hysteria. How you know, you talk, the more you talk about that, it seems like the more it happens, just Give because people know they'll get infamy. You know? Yeah. Okay. It's so bad that when you step into the forest in a certain place, it has a sign saying, think about your parents, think about your children, think about your, your, you're a blessing, your life is worth. And oh, it shows okay. the until, suicide hotline. Until you said, think about how a blessing your life is worth, I thought you were talking about, think about your parents, think about your kids when you want to drop them off somewhere and drop them off here. Like, that's what I was, that's why I thought you were going. Oh, that gosh, that's like an advertisement. Yeah. No. (laughs) It'd be horrible. Now, it's even worse for the people that track these bodies. Um, The people that track these bodies that are found in the suicide forest, they track them down, obviously, but they also have to stay with them at night. It's a part of Shinto religion. They literally have to sleep that night with them until they prepare a proper funeral. In the woods? Uh, It didn't really go into detail, but I'm assuming that they have shacks and shit that they have to... They obviously are going to cut them down. Right, because they recover all these... As many bodies as they can, right? Yeah, but how would you like sleeping with a dead corpse? Oh, well, in the same room. I mean... You went into that job knowing what was that's what true. was going on. That's true. Uh, so. Also, my question for that would be, um, what is the weather like there? If it's hot and these bodies are like, I don't think it's hot. I was to say if they're all decomposing and stuff, I don't know. You have to put Vicks under your nose just to sleep. Being in a forest, a densely packed forest, it's probably moderately cool. That and the fact that it's on the base of a mountain, you're you're probably right. right. Well, why they do these things is because they're scared because 99% of Japanese people believe in ghosts. 
they're scared that they'll turn into a Yuri or a Yuri. Is it really that common? 99%? 99%. Wow. A matter of fact, there was an article about their prime minister or whatever didn't want to stay in his house because it was haunted. So they, okay. they, they, they gave him a different house. Wow. Imagine if our president did that. No, no thanks, sir. It's haunted. Yeah, like there. I don't want to stay in the White House. This motherfucker is old as shit. Abraham Lincoln keeps trying to finger my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be terrible. But uh, wouldn't fly here. We wouldn't build another White House for a president because of that. No, no. They'd live but, in a but it's just crazy that ninety nine percent and the ones that don't, they say, "Oh, I don't believe in ghosts." They and then they'll be like, "Oh, what are you doing?" They're like laying food out for my ancestors because it's Oban, and that's a ghost if you think about it. Right? Yeah. You know? So you do believe in spirits. Oban is, by the way, uh, kind of like their Halloween or Day of the Dead, okay, where their spirits come back and they're able to converse with them and feed them and et cetera, et cetera. Now, a ghost versus like an ancestral spirit. I mean, is that looked at as two different things? Yeah, yeah. It so, is. like a ghost is going to have more of a, a terrifying sense behind it. Well, versus, you know, a, a Yuri a just ancestor. defines as a ghost. It is a ghost, but in Shinto religion, they believe whatever you're thinking of is what you're going to die like. So, if you die depressed, you're going to turn into a a depressed Yuri. If okay. you die angry, uh, angry Yuri, almost like a berserk Yuri or something. Yeah. And if you die happy, you turn into that super fat lady with the huge old back titties and a smile. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, if you die happy, wouldn't you then yeah. pass through to the other? You pass through the other. Kind side. of finish your journey, I would assume. Now, the thing is, like, it's not always. It's common enough to where they have a. Uh, God damn it, midwives! Is that what you have when you're to have a baby? Given, yeah. They have it for death. So with their death, they will have like maybe a statue of Buddha because you could be a Shinto Buddhist. And they would have it tied to strings on your hands so that way when you're about to go, you're going to be thinking of Buddha. Okay. And that'll be a non-selfish... You, you compared midwives to hospice workers. I just It's like to... a death coach. Yeah, hospice. Way. I just wanted to point that I out. I mean, hospice is different, though. These are more... We kind of shun death here in the United States. you got to think. A midwife is going to coach and talk a woman through the pregnancy. Right. Alleviate the anxiety. So I'm assuming that's exactly what these people are there for. Alleviate that anxiety. Hospice workers do the same thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Kind of, but they're doing it more religiously than they are hospice workers. It's like, it's okay, it's your time to go. They're just doing it as like a scripted job, a hospice worker? Yeah. So not every person they would even be qualified then, if I'm hearing this correctly, to assist somebody. I mean, no. If you, if Big Booty Judy came up and said, hey, I want to be a, a, a Japanese hospice worker. <laughs> Don't you talk about my cousin like that. <laughs> And they'd be like, no, big booty Judy, you can't be a hospice worker because you're a bitch. Hey. <laughs> but uh, they, they just believe in ghosts. So they don't want to turn into Yuri, which they think this whole forest is filled with. An example of Yuri, correct me if I'm wrong, would be the little girl from the ring? Yeah, that, okay. that was exactly a, a Yuri. I mean, that was a Japanese film first, right? It was a Japanese story. I think it had yeah. adapted to American film. And the grudge is a Yuri, too. That'd be what, a, a depression Yuri. All Yuris are wanting something. Now, here's the fucked up part of Yuris. That you can't, you can't banish them. You could only calm them down. No Yuri can be banished. Because they can never, never leave this plane? Yeah. Until they get what they want. They, they can leave if they get what they want. But, I mean, an angry Yuri can want to fucking kill everybody it sees, so it'll never say, leave. How could you possibly even begin to know what they want? I mean, just because even if you know there's a Yuri, that's not to say that you know what 
Yuri Spirit this is of who and what their life was about and what they would want, right? Right. All right, we're going to take a break real quick, and we will be back in five seconds. And we're back. I Welcome told you back. it was only five minutes, five seconds. Northwest Ohio, untamed and uncut. <laughs> All right, so we was talking about the Yuri's. Um, Forgot to throw that in earlier. That's all good. <laughs> yeah, I mean they could be anything. They, it's, and I don't have the names for all the Yuri's, but they they all have their specific names. They're actually a yokai. And that's anybody, just a Japanese. Yokai means strange and weird. Uh, they also think Bigfoot's a fucking yokai. So okay, which makes sense. Yeti. I would assume yeah, okay. then too, yeah. Anything that you can't really track. There's there's some pretty fucking funny yokais as well. You know, there's a wall, an invisible wall that if you're walking by yourself, it uh it'll block your way and make you run into it. Didn't that happen to you once, bud? That's actually <laughs> awesome. If you go to try to walk around it, it, it'll fucking extend itself and make you walk into it. I, I distinctly remember being young and running back from a store uptown, and you ran into that yokai. I, I, I remember I did. that. Uh, it wasn't a yokai. It was a fence, but... You didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> so is that yokai good after it hits you? Like it just no, you got to turn around, man. Really? Yeah. I mean, I can't go this way today. <laughs> but I got to pick up my dry cleaning. No, no, no. <laughs> Not in my house. Uh, a lot of other people think, you know... These uh, suicides actually started with the monk who starved himself into the Iyoka Takahari forest. The, the Dalai Lama? Uh, it was not the Dalai Lama. He, uh, he what went in. What did you call that? What did you just call that forest? Iyoki Takahara? Iyoki Gaga. Gahara. That, that's like the Iyoki Gahara. Yeah, there we go. Iyoki Gahara. I, I apologize. <laughs> Well, this monk went in and decided to sacrifice himself out of hunger for his religion. These other monks followed him in and did the same damn thing because for some reason these monks didn't have a mind of their own. And they say that's the first recording of uh, yeah, suicides. Do we have a date for that? I don't. I don't. I don't have a date. Another thing is, and I'll let you talk talk on this one. About all about the novel? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't have what the novel was written down. What's what was the novel called? There was a novel in the sixties. The Black Sea of Trees. The Black Sea of Trees. And I know that like it increased the popularity of the suicide forest back in the sixties. So many people believe that that's kind of what helped skyrocket its popularity that still you know, remains today. It's, but that's just all speculation. Well, I mean, they found bodies and shit with the novel beside them. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. And also the suicide manual, which says it's a great place to kill yourself. And these are real books, by the way. Like, what, what makes it a great place to kill yourself, though? Like, is is there like is there lore behind it besides uh the monk going in there or you know like a bermuda triangle for human sacrifice location, man i mean that's to my knowledge no but i mean if nature's telling you everything to stay the fuck out of this place like you can't use a gps because there's too much iron in the damn ground gps don't work oh that makes sense yeah with the the previous volcanic activity yep you can't use a compass because of the fucking iron. Right. Magnetic fields are going to be crazy right there. It's so goddamn thick that you don't even know where you're at. And most people get lost and die that way, too. Not commit suicide. They're just lost and they die. So can they tell the difference between the two when they find the body? I don't know. I w well, I would assume. I'd assume don't so you have too. to drown yourself or hang yourself to die to be an honorable death? No, but that's back in the day. And I would assume that leads to why the most popular way to commit suicide in the suicide force is hanging yourself. That or overdosing. 
drown yourself in a buzz. Overdosing on opium? <laughs> they do it on everything. Okay. Uh, one documentary I watched, they, they found a skeleton, and it was just fucking boots. But beside this skeleton was two gallons of bleach. Well, they wasn't gallons, but it was bleach. He literally drank bleach and killed him fucking self. I bet he got the shits before he died. <laughs> he might have. I don't know. And here's the other weird thing about this place. Most of these ones they do find that are just remains they haven't been picked clean they haven't been moved well, that's, no. that's another thing i was going to ask was when they find these bodies are a lot of them just picked clean to the bone no it's, it's like the animal knows that's the forest well i mean you just said earlier there may not even be animals that well they've, they've seen animals but you can't hear these animals like they like if you if you went into a woods and you started making a lot of sounds you wouldn't hear anything because the birds would be scared the squirrels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's kind of like that. Like they're scared to make noises or something. So, like, no owl noises at night, no, or anything like that. Um, a couple stories that I did find of uh, people actually, you know, spending a weekend there, and these this was Americans. You say a week or a weekend? Weekend. Weekend. Okay. Camping. Uh, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Hard asses. They got some balls. The. A wife and husband went in, stayed the weekend, and every night his wife would talk in her sleep about a guy she had no idea who was. Yeah, uh, I bet that's what she said. Every, every day. And by the end of it, she knew this guy, and she knew everything about his life story, everything like that. They had to take her to a Shinto priest to get her cleansed because they think a spirit of this place was latched onto it and that's that's another theory like locals believe that it's evil it's got evil spirits everywhere they won't let their kids play in it or play near it it's it's just an evil place they say that the spirit like i said the shinto everything has a spirit yeah um it said that the depressing energy is now soaked into the trees, and they're waiting for more, okay. like a fucking vampire. Like they're calling, because that's another thing. Uh, when you said you was going to do the suicide forest, I, I knew a, a bit about it. I had watched some documentaries at some point in time, and one of the things that I remember uh, hearing was that people felt drawn to this place. Yeah, that you know, from far away they would just start walking and end up at this place as if it was a a, a magnet pulled to, to you know pulling them there a lot of people say that it, it draws out your negative depression and it, it forces you to commit suicide now that's not a scientific term <laughs> you know or a scientific waves well doing. sounds definitely more than supernatural and that's always right. hard to explain anyways so right it is a little weird that, you know, there's so many deaths there than anywhere else. Any other forest, to be honest. Yeah, it makes you doubt it that it, it can't just be because of the popularity of the forest. It can't, you know, it can't be for that. There's got to be more to it. There's something there. Another story is when uh, two hi hikers, and these was local hikers, was hiking, they heard a scream. Gut-wrenching scream of a woman that they couldn't find, and they just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, and they get louder and louder. And it's usually how it goes, but um, well, yeah, I get that. But where they'd think it would be, it'd be a little far. Always sounded further in. Yeah. Uh, once it did stop, it, they found the remains of somebody hanging, and there's a lot of people that have this. Uh, experience in the suicide forest. So these spirits are wanting to be found. Yeah, because they no have way. to have a proper barrel in Shinto. So I, I would assume that's why. Um, that's really all I got on the suicide forest. All right, uh, theories. Um, we'll go around the table here. Uh, Hopefully, we've all developed an opinion of 
why or how this might be happening. Uh, Chad, what you got? Shit, I didn't think he's going to hit me first. <laughs> um, opinions on why or how this is happening. Um, my assumption is just that over the years, through culture, has... Uh, what's the word I want to look for here? Desensitized people or uh, coached them into believing that this is a true outcome and this is the best outcome if you have a rough life. Um Obviously, the people are looking at this forest for relief more than companionship with family, friends, or even the suicide hotline. So, um, I don't really know how we can go about this as far as getting people to stop. Any thoughts for you guys? There really is no way because it's a it's a national forest for Japan. It's or it's a supernatural reason that it's happening to. But, theory. I think there are places in this world that we just shouldn't go. And I think we get the signs to not go to those places. Like, let's say, the Amityville Horror House. Obviously, don't fucking go there. <laughs> you know? That'll be coming up soon, guys. Uh, right. Not the Amityville Horror House, but uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. We will be covering them before too long. Uh, continue. Uh Bermuda Triangle is another one. Uh, just places you shouldn't go. You wouldn't go in like a fucking bear's mouth, you know, because it's fucking dangerous. I mean, but a lot of people live on that danger too. So thrill seekers, man. Yeah, and yeah, get but some kid. This is just people killing themselves. They're not seeking a thrill. Well, maybe they start off seeking a thrill and then. Well, they don't all kill themselves. All right, so. My theory is, and I guess uh, with my religion bordering on the supernatural, this is probably why I come to this. Um, so there's a theory out there that if you believe, if enough people believe in something, it makes it real. So regardless of if yeah. you believe in Shinto or not, let's just say maybe maybe that exists. So, uh, Bud, you said earlier that there was this bad place, correct? What was it called? Bad place. Yeah, there's a you know after you after you die, there's the two different realms. Well, it, it's not realm necessarily a bad earth. place. It's just a the realm of the dead. Okay, you so, me. Okay, my theory is that what it is. You me. Mm -hmm. me. It's the underworld. My theory it's like is like their version of the underworld. You guys said there's 200 caves in this forest, right? Yeah. Something okay. Like that. So roughly, wouldn't it make sense if there was the realm of the dead down here in these caves that are unexplored? that there would be natural mechanisms up to keep the living out of the realm of the dead unless they are dead, and then they can go. And then that would make sense for why the people would be drawn to this place, because that would be like a magnetic field. And then on top of that, it would also make sense why people end up killing themselves because they can't enter into this realm if they're alive. Crazy out there. Yeah. But, hey, hey, that'd be cool, good. man. The, the force itself is, is a little crazy, too, so, yeah. Um, I also want to address uh, Logan Paul here. <laughs> I don't think he did anything bad. Yeah, you, and this is my opinion, and here's why. He put, the, he put it back up on YouTube. He did. But he didn't put no advertisements on it. He didn't make no money off of it. Mm -hmm. As well as... Did he make money initially, though? From YouTube? Yes. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he, he at that time, I think he did just mostly ad revenue uh, for his money. But he didn't do that. He didn't post it on his Twitter. He didn't do any of that shit. He didn't promote it. And, yes, he was laughing and carrying yeah, on. Yeah, I thought but, it was the context. I've, I've but, never watched the video. But some people do that when they get nervous or scared. They laugh. I got pulled over one time, and I was laughing, and he's like, you high, boy. <laughs> I just kind of feel like uh, maybe as far as respect for the person who committed suicide goes, that people felt – I haven't seen the video either, Chad, but yeah. I feel like I would feel in general for something like that that it would be distasteful um, to – even be video recording and putting it up somewhere of somebody's family member, somebody's friend, somebody's son, daughter, etc., uh, to be put on, you know, especially considering the fact that 
this was an undiscovered body. It, the next of kin wasn't notified first. The whole world got to see it first because he decided that he was uh, social media god and could just put it right up there for everybody to see. I mean, is that and how I it happened? Did he record dead bodies? Is that he did record a dead body, and then it, he didn't make a single attempt to like blur out the image in the video. Oh, he, he blurred like it out. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. See, I did see the video. Yeah. Again, I've I've never watched the video. I just he definitely blurred it out. He, well, uh, I mean, if if that's the case, you know, distasteful. Maybe uh, does he deserve to go to hell for it? I don't think so. Well, this goes to show you how fucking crazy the forest is. He walked in maybe ten feet, and there was a corpse hanging. I mean, that that's just how this place is. Yeah, what though? He could have totally staged that too. Now that I'm thinking about it, he didn't stage it because he got in trouble. Oh, yeah, okay. all right. It <laughs> ruined his like, fucking career yeah, pretty much. Seems, well, I, mean, I think he's popping back because he's still in the yeah the media. And he's stuff, not the one that fights people now, is he? He is. Oh, Isn't it? okay. Is that Logan? I think or that's Jake, Jake Paul. Oh, it's okay. one of the Pauls. One of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was the craziest thing in the world, but I figured out that now that getting in the ring. Now those fights are definitely fake. Are they? Fights are. Yes. Come on, dude. You have somebody that is a YouTuber that's going in the ring with former MMAs, heavyweights, or MMAs and stuff like that, and but, winning. But he's, he's been training for years. Doesn't now. matter if he's no, he's not been training for years. I, I thought it's been a couple years says. now. Ooh, I guess that does. Con- I seen I seen one of the fights, but the fight that I seen him in, I don't think it was. Uh, I think it was somebody else. He, was, he fought Mayweather here recently. No fucking and he way. won. No, no, that's impossible. Yes, dude. Because it's a because it's a joke. Corella, you know who that is, right? No, I don't follow boxing. Well, he like he that. only has one loss. I think he's I think his record's like fifty three and one. And the only person he lost to was Mayweather. I watched the fight. It cost a bunch of money, but I paid it because it was a good fight. Uh, they went like I want to say they went like eight rounds, and or no, they went all rounds, and it was a judge's decision. Like he went all rounds with Mayweather. I thought it was the wrong decision, but who am I to say? But the point is, Mayweather's a bad motherfucker, dude. Like, right. there's no way he beat Mayweather. But he did. So. <laughs> they have two proper names. Of course, they're fucked up. Dennis has two proper of a name. We have, like, bro names. He has a fucking lawyer name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very much so. My last name's Augs something. I don't think so. No, you're a fucking lawyer, bro. That's I, your first name. Not counting last name. My names. name's Dennis. I love Liberty Snickets. Well, that's why they call me Lumberjack. All right, well, that's going to be the end of this uh, episode. I'm Bud. I'm Dennis. And I'm Chad. Keep it dank. (laughs) Hi, this is Bud from Northwest Ohio Untamed Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode that you just listened to, make sure to follow us on Twitter at West underscore Ohio or our Instagram, Northwest Ohio Untamed. And as always, stay untamed. Thank you.